What's poppin'? Welcome to Just Two Black Girls. It's your girl, Shanae. And it's your girl, Des. If you're listening to our voices right now, you're part of our little family, so you might as well hit that subscribe button so you'll be up to date that we post every week on Wednesday. Before we get into the episode, a lot of people have asked us, how did we start our journey with this podcast? We started with an app called Anchor. Hey guys, welcome back to the series of Grownish. It's part three, and today we'll be talking about mental health and how college affects it. And how college ruins it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like mental health is a big topic a lot of people don't like to talk about because it always has like a negative connotation, you know, like mental health, you gotta be sad. I mean, most of the time it is sadness, but like just upkeeping it too. So... I think we should get a little personal and just talk about our experiences with mental health. Um, Shana, you can go first because I don't want to talk about mine yet. Oh so my ahead. God. Take the floor. Take the floor. Let's see. So, how I want to start this. The mental health. Like, for me, mental health has always been a thing because, like, I've grown up with, like, I knew about it. I was also always, like, into those shows where, like, people would be, like, serial killers and stuff (laughs) no wait you gotta listen like the serial killer gene and stuff like that and that's when i got into like how people get into like asylums and then it was kind of like all right from there (laughs) it kind of no it kind of like snowballed effect and like now like i have a deeper understanding of like mental health because i thought like you said mental health is just sadness and that's not what it is yes the most common um mental health like i don't want to say disorder but it is a disorder the aspect of mental health is mainly yeah. surrounding about like, depression yeah. and yeah but um let's see when i came to college was i in the right mental space no because i was moving i was moving back i was very scared um so like my mental health and anxiety was like Mental health was kind of in the middle and then my anxiety was shot up so it did not play well on my mental health I was just I was in college I was like what do I do who do I have to be what do I act like there was so many things that went into it but like after you know you meet everybody classes start to take over stress Mm. that feeling what is that it's called FOMO is that what it is Fear. Fear of missing out, yeah. Yeah, fear of missing out. That is real. <laughs> that stuff has an impact on mental health freshman year. I don't care what anybody says. But, like, after, you know, trying to keep up with everybody, mm-hmm. also trying to keep my shit together, and breaking down, like, even just not being around family members, yeah. you see how that plays on your mental health. Like, I think I had, like, what is it? What is that thing called? It's not an anxiety attack. Separation anxiety? Yeah. My parents were moving to Hawaii. So, like, when my mom actually, like, left to go to Hawaii, there was a night where I just could not sleep. And it wasn't on no, like, oh, you can't sleep. Let's go party survive. No, it's I can't sleep because I know my family. There's, like, now there's a bigger gap of distance She's no longer 45 minutes on the street. She's 700-odd miles away. Jesus. So it was it was just a lot. So, like, separation alone affected mental health, making me, like, 
And then once your mental health is affected, your schoolwork starts to, like, either... There are people who, like, overdo it and, like, mm-hmm. become really hyperactive when it comes to homework and stuff. And then there's people like me. <laughs> Who it's like, okay, you know what? Procrastination starts to take over. And then you're just like, you know what? At a point in time, it's like you procrastinate so much. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. It's just, it's okay. We're going to, we'll fix it next semester. So that was kind of my, that was kind of my like experience when it came to like schoolwork and shit. Mm. It was just like. I did it. I did it. I did do my homework. I did pass my first. I would let it run. I passed my first first semester. Okay, I did pass. But like there was still like that. I was still like in a dark. I became. Oh, this is a lot. I was. I became. How you say that? I traveled. We'll do that. I traveled to a darker place. I think second semester going into it. And that was just like. Everything, like stress, grades not being where I wanted to be, family is away. You know, I'm still trying to adjust to college. And then, like, I'm one of those people, I won't reach out for help until, like, my breaking point. So, for me, I'm, like, struggling. But, like, I'm one of those people, I hide my, I can hide, I can mask my emotions fairly well. Behind that smile. Yeah, so, like, remember what they always say, the happiest people be the saddest people on the inside. Remember that. But, um, but yeah, I was really good at, like, hiding that. So, like, all freshman year, I'm pretty sure everybody thought I was the happiest person in the world, but I was not. Yeah, I thought that until we had that conversation in Ike's, and I was just like, wait, because we're the same person. <laughs> I was like, wait, that was I did it. the saddest conversation of my life, but it was so nice to know that somebody else was, like, I wasn't alone. <laughs> yes, you have someone else to be sad with. That's yes. so great. But, you know, we were sad together. And sitting in the middle of Ike's crying, like looking like some <laughs> fucking loser. Literally in the middle of Ike's crying. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. But still, there's people there. They're like probably looking like, why are these people crying in the middle of Ike's? I'm so weak. It's so ghetto. Um, I think my experience... With mental health, it, like, okay, I think it got better. Not, like, like better, better, but it got better when I came to college. Because I know, like, during high school, I literally, it was, like, the worst it's ever. Like, there was a point that if something would have happened, I wouldn't be here to this day. Like, I wouldn't be here right now. So. <clears throat> Bless you. Thank you. I wouldn't be here right now. So, like, and, like, in high school, it was, like, different because I was, like, okay, I don't know where to reach out. And especially being around, like, a culture that doesn't really, like, talk about, like, mental health issues like that. And I was put myself in schoolwork, get all A's. I'm like, oh, life is great. I'm passing all my classes. I'm smart, you know, all that. But, like, inside, I just wasn't happy. And it wasn't because, like, you know, like, my life sucked or, like, my family sucked or anything. Like, I had a support system. It just was that... um that I wasn't happy with myself as a person. Mm-hmm. So coming to college, um, it got worse freshman year because of college was hard, bro. They like <laughs> <laughs> college is hard. It's hard. Like literally, like I literally okay, high school I would do whatever I gotta do. I get A's. I wouldn't even have to try. College, I was like, oh it's easy, whatever. I took the same class in college that I took in high school and I literally cried every day from that class. <laughs> 
So, like, I feel like coming into a situation where I usually, like, you know, it's easy for me to do well in, uh, in class and, like, not doing as well, it put a lot of pressure on me. And not from, like, my family or anything. Because my parents, like, they're like, you're in college now. It's different. So, you're doing good. Like, I wasn't, like... I would cry, and I'm not even failing the class. There's people getting Fs, and I would be crying over, like, me getting a B- minus or a C plus. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I expected, you know, A's. If you're coming from a situation where you get all A's, and I'm like, okay, I have to continue it. So, freshman year was terrible because I was like, oh, I'm getting C's. I, I didn't even get, like, a, my first C, like, I got in a class ever was in micro last semester. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I literally came out to of the class, and I started crying to Shanae. I'm like, I'm literally a failure. And then she was like, what'd you get? I was like, I have a C in the class. And she was just looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But, like, literally, I feel like freshman year of college, that's the first time I've, like, actively, like, said, oh, I need help. I went to someone I consider a close friend, Remy. I went to her, and I was like, listen, I literally, it was getting back to the point where I was in high school. So, I was like, I literally need help. Of course, the help that God didn't help me. But we're not going to talk about how sucky GMU therapy is Mm. because they're just. We really can, though. They're just not doing it. I think it's, so. No, I'm going to let you finish and then we'll go on. No, um, go ahead. Because I want to hear what you were going to say. Okay, so it really isn't. So I got this opportunity as a a black, like, leader in, yeah, as a, yep, as a black (laughs) leader in the Mason community. um, We got to sit down with um, the CAPS lady. And she was going over, like, their services that they have. And I'm like... What are you guys here for? Yeah. It's like, it's not, they have a job and their job is more so catered to people who already have mental health issues, who have addressed it and who are on medication for it. Yeah. So, like, she was just saying, like, it doesn't, they don't, to sit down and be like, oh, I need to talk to somebody just to talk to somebody. They don't have that. Mm-hmm. It's all, and the thing about their hours are also very like off. Who the hell is going to be up at nine o'clock to talk about their feelings? <laughs> nine to 12. Please let me know. That's when I have all my classes. So I feel like, and then also they don't have people who look like us mm-hmm. in their offices. Now, yes, there is like a few, a few of them who look like us, but it's like you don't only want to see go in there. No offense to like white therapists, because I mean, you guys have dealt with like, a lot of, you know, races and everything, but you will never understand what it's. Well, maybe you would, but like, maybe you won't. They won't. They, they won't. won't. Yeah, they will. I was trying to. You will never understand like a full. You will never understand to a, the full extent of the situation if I come and tell you like, oh, my, My grandma thinks that therapy is childish or fake or I just need to pray about it. Like, you you will never understand that to the full extent of how it's, like, portrayed, like, in the black. In the, yeah, in the black community in general. Or, like, if they, like, come up to you and be like, I have social anxiety because I'm one of the only black students in the class and I don't feel comfortable 
like adapting to that situation because I feel like judged or whatever, mm-hmm. especially with what's going on in society. They're not gonna be like, oh yeah, I understand how you feel because you know I'm also a black student. They're not, so they can't like. <gasps> They're not going it. Literally, they just. I feel like they use the caps on campus as a way to cover their asses and basically say we have a service for you go use it but like what's the service doing like yeah and like i mean you go there and you expect to talk to somebody and you expect to come out there at least feeling like you have some type of guidance but like let's see i went to caps one time but like their system was really confusing so I'm be real honest. The whole like appointment that I had set up, I was sitting in the waiting room, and I was like, "Where am I supposed to? Where am I supposed to go?" And then the lady came out, and she was like, "Are you Shanae?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been waiting for my appointment with you know blah blah blah," and she was like, "Oh, you're just supposed to come in there." I was like, "Who, who, who knows that?" So it was just a whole big ordeal. But like even then, like the person I spoke to. It wasn't like, oh, yes, you can come and schedule another appointment. It's kind of, we're here for you in this instant. Yeah. It's not like a weekly thing. Mm -hmm. So, in that sense, she then tried to refer me to, like, another, like, therapist who was, like, in the area who's, like, taking in patients. And I'm like, okay, that's good that you have that resource, but... That resource costs money. You're yeah, free. Yeah. So it's like, you, like I feel as though CAPS is just, they need to, their system needs to be just a little bit better. Yeah. We pay a mad enough money, yeah. mad enough money <laughs> for this damn school to get some real therapists. Yeah, like, especially because, like, if they're referring, I like, I didn't go to them. They didn't refer me to anyone. Well, I went to them, but they didn't refer me to anyone. But, like, if they're, like, going to choose to, like, refer people to, like, other people where you have to pay, they have to understand that we're college students. Um, how, one, how do we pay for that? And, two, if we, like, have, like, maybe, like, insurance to cover or something. But what if we're... Like, copay. Yeah, what, what if we're under, like, our parents' insurance and, like, we don't want them to, like, you know, know right away about what we're going through. It's, like... You have to think about that as Yeah, well. they don't know, like, the full extent of, like, how to fix the issue. And I feel like... It's not really helpful. It's like, yeah, it's not really helpful, especially like the amount of like people on campus who have like harmed themselves or like killed themselves because like they don't have anywhere else to go. It's like they ridiculous. Sh- they should be like, okay, we're we're gonna make a change about this, this, and this, or like at least reach out and be like, what should we do better? Because I'm guaranteed they'll get like suggestions be like do this, this, and this better. But, yeah. yeah, I think it's for to cover their ass about, like, we're providing you a service, so use it. It's, like... The service is ass. Literally. But, um... I mean, there are good qualities in CAPS, like, that are not... Well, I can't say not mentally health-related, health but they do have, like, an academic portion where they, like, how to manage stress during finals and stuff like that. That actually is helpful, but they don't spread the word about it. I've never heard about that. <laughs> yeah, they and like when they have like they do like dog therapy and they'll bring the puppies. You lay there and the puppies just come and lick you. It's it's a great feeling, uh-uh. but like you don't hear about these things because they don't promote it. It's like how do you have a service that you don't promote? Mm. So, but we're not gonna get on. We're not gonna get on PR. <laughs> we're not gonna get on George Mason and PR right now. Okay, but yeah. So, how was sophomore year? Well. Yeah, I guess. We talked about freshman year. How was sophomore year for you? Sophomore year, 
I honestly, I lucky think it was my like my best year so far, especially because like junior year, like I like it hasn't started obviously. So let's see how that's gonna happen. Let's see how that's gonna go. But sophomore year, it was different. I think I came back to school with a different level of like confidence in myself as a person, and like I don't she know. cut all her hair off. Yeah, my hair was like uh, that was a struggle. That was like literally. Cause everyone knows, like my hair was basically like my identity. Cause I like that was that was I felt like that was what, like made me pretty, especially like I had long straight hair and I was like all like Eurocentric, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So when I cut it off, I was just like, dang, I look like a boy. And then like <laughs> I look like a boy. So then I came sophomore year and like there's a different level of confidence. I feel like there wasn't as much struggles in sophomore year. Like obviously, like there was a big struggle. I was really sad about that, depressed, but like. The way I handled it was, the way I handled it was, <laughs> the way I handled it was way better than like how I usually would handle stuff. Like, so I obviously saw the growth there, and there are certain situations I didn't get as upset as like freshman year. Like, if something would happen to me regarding like a boy, I would often be like take the situation with boys and just change it to like my self worth and being like I'm literally trash and all that stuff. So it's like I would be pick out ways to beat myself up but sophomore year i was like i'm a bad bitch period and as as i should as you should as i should so i feel like the confidence was growing the love for myself obviously it's not like peak like as where it should be but like it's obviously like like, i care about myself more and i know that like i don't want to be where i was like a couple years ago where i didn't want to be alive anymore like i don't want to be there so yeah it got better. So, like, when people were, like, saying it got better or worse, I was, like, mine got, like, worse, and then it got better. So, I feel like it was, like, the end of the rainbow was happiness and sunshine and stuff for now. But let's see how junior years goes. Mm. What about you? <sighs> Sophomore year was a disaster really see like that's why i'm telling you like you i don't see you as being like sad so like, i really like i never see today sad so that's why i'm just like uh when you tell like you oh, never see me cry no literally i don't never, like you might see you cry it's like a laughing cry like you're uh-huh. laughing you're like, like you're like, <laughs> you're like <laughs> what you're about to do right now i see that but i don't see like literal like i'm in pain i need help cry um even when we're talking to Ikes, you didn't cry either. You were just yeah. like, I was just like, this girl does not cry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm one of, I don't know. I don't like to show people my feelings. I feel like it's not a sign of weakness. It's just like people know me to be that bubbly person. So that's like my, that's my, what is that when you have like an alter ego? That's my alter ego. It's like a facade. Like you put it. Yeah. That's my. Wall. Like, wall, I guess you can say. Yeah. Because I don't let people penetrate my wall. I don't. Mm-mm. Nope. But no, so sophomore year was a disaster for me. Um, Let's see. Freshman year ended off on a good, good-ish. Yeah, a good note, actually. Freshman year ended off on a good note. Summer happened. My summer was go. <laughs> my summer was great. <laughs> okay? It was great. And then I came back to school. And things were just different. Things. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember anything happening. Nothing, no, nothing like extravagant happened. Oh. I mean, it's just things were different. People were different. Oh. And it was just a lot. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, adjusting. Yeah. So okay. there was a lot of adjusting that I did the beginning of sophomore year. I think I just handled it, handled it 
in the beginning. So from August to October, I kind of dealt with it, tried to deal with it on my own and not really talk to anybody. And that resulted in me yelling at Chad a lot. Sorry, Chad. I yelled at Chad, like literally yelling at Chad. But um, and then I guess like in November, I was just like, look, I can't be doing this shit to this boy. Okay, I can't be doing this. I cannot be taking my anger out on him. Because he'll be, I, he's one of those, I've had like only like, I think about two or three people in my entire life do this to me. And like, it's they sit down and they force me to talk about my feelings, which I mean, I shouldn't have to be forced to talk about my feelings. I should be able to do it. But it was that little, I just, I just need that little push when it comes to breaking down that like facade and just being who you are. My little boy, because honestly, guys, that dressy, dressy, dressy stuff, y'all see this? Not me. I really would just walk around in some sweatpants and a sports bra and call it a day. I'm ready. Let's go. But um, no. So in November, like, that's when I was like, you know what? It's time to take charge of my life. I'm tired of being sad. I really am. And like, there was a point where I did revert back to like old ways, like high school ways. And there was that, that. The thought flashed past my mind, and I was just like, yeah, we can just go to sleep. We Wait, can just... That makes me can, sad. Don't be sad. Do not cry. Do not cry. Oh, I'm just you cannot do this. Wait, because I'm mad. I didn't even know. Nobody uh, knew. I don't, think, I don't even think Chad knew. Are you going to cry? Yeah, because if you, oh you would have done something to yourself, I think I literally would have, like, been pushed off the edge. Like, I would have, like, cried, and I would have been, like, broken inside. Ugh. Do not cry. I'm good. No, I don't cry anymore. Okay, because you've <laughs> cried these last three episodes, and I just... <laughs> I think there's a lot of tears inside of me that I just need to let out. That's why I'm crying. You just need to cry one day. It's okay to cry. I tried to cry today. It didn't happen, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like the flash at the flash of thought, that's why in my mind. Mm-hmm. The flash, the thought had flashed between, mm-hmm. <laughs> it had flashed in my mind. And then I was like, you know what, I need to like really get my life together. So then I went, I told my doctor, I was like, doctor, I need to find a therapist. The doctor found me a therapist. My therapist is okay. She'll get there. She'll get there. But she, she's been helping me a lot. And then also, like, I started talking about my feelings more. So, like, people who I had anger towards or who people who made me feel a type of way, I would try to, like, converse with them about the situation. Um, so, to see if it would improve. But, I mean, some of them did, some of them didn't. And so be it. Um, then, let's see, second sister came. <laughs> you couldn't tell me that thing. I think, honestly, going home and seeing, like, my whole family... Like, my little family in Georgia. <laughs> and um, my mom let me bring Chad home. So that was, like, I think that, honestly, like, that whole, like, process of, like, being with family and then also introducing Chad to the family was kind of really good for me. Because when I came back, I was in therapy and then my classes were going good. So, like, my mental health and, like, also, like, oh, coronavirus happened. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that in a second. But, um, but yeah, like I left here, left GMU on March 7th. (laughs) I remember I left on March 7th (laughs) to go to Hawaii and I was actually in a really good place as far as, you know, taking those initial steps to do more Mm self-care. 
Yeah. What you mentioned about, like, family, I feel like freshman year was rough for me because, like, that was my first time being away from my family. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, literally, like, a big support system when it comes to, like, having this feeling like I have someone and not feeling lonely all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, being in a different area, I feel like... I de- definitely developed social anxiety in college because I... I was a people person in high school, but, like, now I just don't like talking to people. Everyone knows that about me. I say it all the time. I just don't like talking to people. It just brings me... It makes me anxious being in situations that, like, I don't know, like, what's going to happen or, like, I can't control it. So, like... You have control issues. My therapy tells me that all the time. I don't have control issues. I just want to be in control of yeah, the things exactly, happening. Exactly. Okay. It's okay. Once you say it out loud a few times, I just want to be in control of what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I come into a room and I, like, I don't know anyone, I'm like, oh, my God, who are these people? And I'm going to want to leave. But it's not getting better. I'm just lie. I'm about to cap. I'm about to lie and say it's getting better. But it's not. So, but I feel like that was my main issue freshman year, just being away. And, like... I would talk to my mom about it a lot because she would be like always like worried about me. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad every time I think about it because she always be like, "Don't kill yourself over schoolwork. Don't kill yourself because of this." I'm like, "Damn!" And she's really worried, and I don't want her to be feeling it in the back of her head like my daughter's somewhere else. What's gonna happen to her? Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like she called me every day to check up and make sure I'm okay. <laughs> she's like, "Are you still here?" But it's fine. I'm not gonna hurt myself. Love you, mommy. She don't listen. <laughs> Wait, I was about to say, she don't even listen to the She podcast. don't listen, but I still love my mama. She can't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, let's see. So, I guess, like, so reflecting back on, before we get into, like, COVID and stuff, reflecting back on freshman and sophomore, yeah, freshman and sophomore year, like, what are things you would have done differently in terms of, like, bettering your mental health? I feel like, like, knowing where I'm at now, not being so hard on myself about, like, schoolwork. So, yeah, I've definitely worked on, like, knowing that school is literally not, like, the end of the world. Like, you you can still be successful and do things if, like, what's it called? When people say a rejection is not, like, I don't know what people say. A rejection is not the end of the road, maybe? Something about that. Like, just because you're rejected, there's always, always, like, multiple ways to, like, get to wherever you're going to go. Your destination. Yeah, so, like... I stress myself so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I don't do this, I won't be successful in life. But like, literally, I feel like I should value happiness more than anything else. Because like, I'm not crying. Just say no. Because you might think I'm crying, but I'm not crying. I don't got to cry. But um, I think I should value happiness more because like, literally, you can be successful, but then miserable, miserable, yep, miserable, miserable. in your life. And like, what are you going to do with that? You're just going to be like working all day, making money, but still being sad inside. So it's mm-hmm. like, there's no point. And I would also reach out for help faster than I did. Because literally, it took me breaking down in the middle of the street to. Oh. Yeah, I was crying. What was that day? Yeah, I was crying oh. in the middle of the street to get, for me to get help. And it's like, everyone was just like, what's, what's wrong with her? Why is she sad? I'm like, did anybody stop? Oh, yeah, Remy stopped and hugged oh. me in the middle of the street. And then two girls that lived next door to me wrote me a note and slid under my door. And they're like, we saw you crying. And I'm like, everyone saw me crying. Toby walked past me like, what's up, guys? I was just like... <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I would just go out for help faster. Especially because we had the resources. Even though it's not really resources, but we had something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I guess for me... Tell my number one thing, and I continue to say this to myself, is let people know when I'm sad or when I'm having a bad day. 
Because, like, me covering, honestly, covering that shit up is a lot. Mm. It was taking me a lot to get out of my bed. A lot. Me this morning. <laughs> it was taking me a lot to get out of bed to be like, all right, put the light, put the happy face on. So, I guess for me, it would be, yeah, reach out for help a lot sooner than don't wait until you're, you know, breaking point. Flashing thoughts. We don't need those. And then, um... Just, you know, it's okay to be, knowing that it's okay to be sad and you don't have to do everything everybody else expects you to do when it comes to your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quote me on that. Especially because there's like people, when you're like usually the happy friend, people always like, when you're like sad for a little bit or you're like, you're like mellow, like not like, ah, woo, people are always like, why are you so sad? What's wrong with you? What? Like, And I'm like 24-7 to be like happy happy in life like they just put so much pressure to be like you're happy stay happy it's like damn can i like breathe i'm still human yeah like i get that a lot like if i like answer the phone and like i'm not like oh hey everyone's like what's up or like hey or like i just sound like this Mm -hmm. it's like people be like what's wrong with you i'm like nothing exactly people do that to me too and i'm like sometimes my social media media (laughs) my social media (laughs) my social media goes down when i'm like out for a long time so like Mm -hmm. and i'm like i go from like ha 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 yay to like okay whatever chill and then like what's wrong with you and i literally tell people my social media is going down because i don't I'm not good with being around people for a long time. Yeah. And they're like, that's not a thing. I'm like, first of all, that is a thing. Fuck you, because it is a thing. And I'm not in the mood to talk to people right now. Which I like being in my own room now. That's what's very convenient. So I can just hide here and no one can see me. But yeah, that's basically like (laughs) Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, I wanted to ask like COVID. So what did you do during coronavirus? Get real. What I did during COVID, I tried to be productive. I learned a couple hobbies. I played the piano again. I uh, I learned how to do protective hairstyles so I can do them on myself and save some damn money because some of these black hairstylists be like OD tax and $250 for some damn braids. So I learned how to do that. What else did I do? I learned how to make a pillow. I made a pillow for my dorm. Um... What else did I do? I, th- I swore I did more. I was trying to learn how to speak, like, Igbo fluently, but mm-hmm. that didn't work out. I can only say a few words, a few more words now. Um, yeah, I was trying to keep myself busy because I was like, I don't want to, like, just sit around all day and then, like, mm-hmm. I'll be sad. I'll be sad inside and then I'll look stupid because I'll be crying in my room every day. So I was like, oh, okay. yeah, I don't know because if I don't have anything to do, I just start thinking. Like, and thinking, like, negatively. Mm. So, I'm like, let me make sure I have something to do to keep myself busy. That's what I did. Oh, well, I did the opposite of that. <laughs> um, let's see. So, school for me was, like, I was doing that three months of the extra school. I was just like, oh, no. But, like, I decided, like, in that moment, like I said before, like, I had decided that I wanted to work on my mental health. So, like, I started doing, like, self-care, self-love affirmations and stuff like that um journaling you know um exercising more like just to you know up up and you know keep Shanae's blood flowing that's what was was going on and then I was I sat at home I didn't do anything and I was thinking (laughs) 
So, no, listen, but it was a good, I think it was good for me anyways, to sit at home and listen to all the negative things that I think about myself or that other, I think other people think about me mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. It really showed me that like, sis, what the, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? So like, it kind of gave me like a wake up call. Cause it's like, I am literally so hard on myself, but they always say you're, you're, you're your biggest critic. But, like, I was being so hard on myself when it came to, like, parents, how I act, how I talk, how I this, how I that. I'm just like, bro, can you just be? Can I just be? So, like, I just felt like in that moment, I was trying to put my own facade up for my own self. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was, I had to shut that shit down real quick. And I did. So, that's basically what I've been doing. And, you know, I've let go a lot of things, like. Let's see. My mental I put my mental health before my own relationship. That was a good thing. So like, love you, Chad. <laughs> but um I had to like distance myself. So like I ended up taking a break from everybody, honestly. I took a social media break ish kind of, even though I was on always on Snapchat. But I was taking a break from everything else. I would post on Snapchat so my friends would know that I was alive. <laughs> but like other than that, like, I really took a break from everything outside of my house. Well, I was in Hawaii. So, like, outside of that house, everything else didn't matter. I was just, like, focused on me. I went to therapy every week. I journaled every day. And, you know, I did, what is it called? Face mask and stuff like that. Just to make, you know, make yourself feel good. I learned how to do, um, whatchamacallit? What is that? eyeshadow yep my eyeshadow <laughs> game is on point i know how to blend like a beauty master you better stop playing with me and i um invested in the james charles um little palette <laughs> so now i know how to do sunset eyes guys but like yeah i think basically over the break i was it was mainly for me it was all about self-love and like i took a few people on my journey as well like i made like a private was that Snapchat story? Mm-hmm. I did who I wanted it to invite in my life. So, thanks. yeah, I feel like listening to you talk. I feel like we're very more similar than I thought we were. Yeah, get away from like, me. Like, literally, we're more similar in the way that we like often critique ourselves whenever it's like for like in our head. We're just like this, this, and this. And like mm-hmm. when you, the part where you said like what other people are probably thinking about you resonated with me because like. I promise, I promise you, most people are not thinking this about us, but we really probably be like, oh, they're thinking this, this, and this. Yeah. And I don't know why, because, like, unless they say it to you, what does it matter what they're thinking about you? Like, whatever. They can think whatever. But, like, once you put their thoughts into your head and say, this is who I am, that's when it turns into, like, a negative situation. Because mm-hmm. you start believing, oh, they might think this, so this is obviously who I am as a person. Yeah, and then I gotta change this so they don't think that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was, like, my biggest struggle, especially with, like, my appearance. I'm like, okay, I look like this, this, and this, so, and people obviously don't like this and this, so I have to change myself, and I feel like it was detrimental because I was changing myself for other people rather than change myself because I was like, oh, I want to do this for myself, you know, to mm-hmm. be happier. So it's like... Whenever other people's thoughts come into your mind is when it like goes south, and yeah, but yeah, that's what I gotta say. We're the same person. <laughs> We're exactly the same. It's crazy. I still, I did not like you. 
Oh my gosh. I wouldn't oh no, there is a reason. Every episode. I don't like you, you stupid. I really, I really had to I always have to say that to myself because it's like you know, you know there are people in life where you be like, Oh yeah, you're just like a seasoned friend. But no, you you're gonna be here for a little bit. Maybe you'll be here for the year. Oh my god, he you'll does. be here, but we'll be here. But that's you know how people are like, Oh, there's some people who come in your life for a season. I don't believe in that. I believe that. I don't believe I don't put people in my life that I don't think are not gonna be here for a long time. No. Because I just can't. Like, what's the point? Like I feel, I don't like waste my time. But you see, you see, but you every person I would, like, learn learn something from them. I don't care what I'm learning from them. They're not in my life. Why are they gonna be here? Oh I have god, how many girlfriends do I have? I have like Six girlfriends. And those people are, are going to be in my life forever. I don't care. They have no choice. Bridesmaids. Yeah, bridesmaids. Legit. But I think I want to talk about... I don't know if I want to talk about this topic because it's kind of very dark. It's dark. It's like depressing. Like, oh, this is about mental health. But like, it's like dark. Like suicide. I really like trigger warning for suicide. But oh, like, trigger warning. Please leave episode. <laughs> skip to a few minutes. Yeah, about suicide and like self-harm. I like I know I personally never like self harmed, even though like I've tried to, but I just can't. Like I don't feel like I like every time I tried, it was just like this was all in high school by the way. I'm not doing this now. I'm a, I'm a much better place. I it's promise. Okay, I'll come sleep over if I I'm find a much out. better place. I promise. But like every time I tried, I just feel like I feel like there was really something stopping me. I don't know if I feel like it was God stopping me. But like when I tried and I I couldn't do, it, I just end up like crying and stuff. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there. Who may it not it might not be like physical like self harm like cutting yourself or whatever but it's like some type of form of self harm especially in college you might not be able to see it and they're just like walking around and you won't know until they're gone mm-hmm. which I feel like that needs to be addressed too when it comes to like mental health like self harm or suicide just because someone like looks happy you don't know what's really going on in their head like I had a friend in high school. She literally looked so happy all the time. And, mm-hmm. like, every time I see her, she would be smiling. And then, like, a week or two later, she killed herself. Yeah, she literally killed herself because people were, like, bullying, harassing her and all that. And, but like, she didn't tell anyone. She didn't reach out for help or anything. And everyone, like... My chest started hurting. No, literally. I, it was always so hard to talk about. Because every time, her, like, her birthday passes or the anniversary of her, like, death, mm-hmm. it's, like, dang. It's always sad times. But... That's, like, literally when that happened, the whole school came together. And, like, of course, the people who were bullying her didn't get in trouble because our school was useless. Uh But everyone came together, like, prayer circle. Everyone was just, like, so sad because the fact that, like, she was always uplifting others and, like, happy. And, like, no one knew, like, what she was going through. Even her closest friends, none of them. She didn't tell anyone. So it's, like, the amount of pain you must be holding in your heart is sad. So I'm, like, this is my thing just to tell people. Please, please, please. If you need help, please reach out to someone. I know a lot of people don't want to reach out or, like, don't feel comfortable reaching out to someone. But, like, I'm telling you, you matter and you're important. And I know a lot of people say that you shouldn't stay for anyone else. But, like, you should legit stay for yourself. Don't stay because you're, like, thinking about, like, oh, my family, blah, blah, blah. I know a lot of people stay Mm -hmm. because they're family or friends. Stay because you... You love yourself enough to say, okay, I'm going to give this another chance. Or I'm going to give this another try for myself. Or I won't give up on myself. Yeah. Like, because, like, who knows, like, what you're going to be, like, missing. Because, like, if you just, like, wait a little, like, my, your life gets so much better if you just don't give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. And especially 
are at our age right now, there's a lot of things where like we're going through struggles and stuff like that that we think that is gonna last forever. It's not gonna last forever. And I see even people who like get older, they still struggle obviously, but if you're actively making a change, I feel like it's not gonna like it's not gonna like stop forever. It's not gonna be like, oh, forever I'll be sad, forever I'm gonna be happy not be happy, forever I'll just mm-hmm. like, be depressed. There are like some people make it out of the storm. So basically please try because I don't want any of you guys who listen who might face it be facing self harm, like hurting themselves or anything like that. And especially this also goes for guys too, because I know a lot of guys do not talk about their yeah. mental health issues at all. Like it's there's stigma. Yeah, like boys just like they like when they're like sad, they just like kinda suck it up. Like I know girls do that too, but like guys it's like you can't cry, can't show emotion, like it's a lie. It's like yeah, like I, I cannot wait to have a little boy just by telling him you cry when you need to cry. Yeah. And if anybody tells you about it tell me i'll deal with it this is like literally i've i like i know like all my guy friends in college are like go through stuff but i've never seen any of them like express emotion like i need help i'm alone like only person oh actually one of them has one of them has like be like well they don't say i must expose him they don't they don't say it in like a way like oh i need help but like they're just like i'm down or like i'm in my back or i'll get better eventually but like it's like be active be like okay i'm sad i need help yeah and it's like hard because i mean you think about it in life it's just like the world has portrayed that men are not supposed to be you're supposed to be the strong uplifting breadwinner thing 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 of the family oh thing 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 of the family so it's just like no that's not you don't have to be that yes it is you know if you want to do that, if that's what you believe in your soul heart that you should be doing, that's what you should do. But nobody can tell you what you can and cannot do, honestly, at that point. But, yeah. Hmm. yeah. I realize that. Now that you said that, I realize I'm surrounded by that a lot. Mm. That's yes. crazy. Like, I mean, all my life, like, I'll say this, like, throughout middle school and high school... I've encountered a lot of people who have either, you know, called or talked to me about, like, suicidal thoughts and stuff. And I'm just like, I understand when people say therapists need therapists. Because think about it. Think about this. Let's picture it. I'm just going to give her a random age, like, let's see, 13, 14-year-old Shanae, chilling, laying in her bed, all of a sudden, it's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, somebody calls, hey, look, I'm going through something right now, and like, they're just spilling their heart to you, but it's like, in that moment, I'm 14 years of age, I haven't lived my life yet, I don't know, my goal at the end of the day is to get you not to do what you have planned or what you want to do so like i think that's also something that needs to be recognized if you're an older person and you go to a younger person for help just know in their mind they're just as scared as you are because i was scared yeah but um but yeah And then also, I'm going to just put this in there right now. 
If you are having suicidal thoughts or you know anybody with suicidal thoughts, please call 1-800-273-8255. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Yeah, and, like, there's a lot of other, like, resources. I know, like, we're in the Fairfax area, but, like, there's, like, everywhere there might be, like, Instagram pages that you can just, like, reach out to or, like, that post motivational, like, mental health, like, tips to help mm-hmm. you with. I know who... Safe Haven underscore VA or something like that. Get runs it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was literally I was yeah. like, I just looked at that. Yeah, get runs it, and like I know that's for like immigrants who are like like wanting to like mental health help or stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like implementing in schools and stuff. So there's like a lot of resources, and especially if people who are out there who want to you know do something with mental health. Like I knew I wanted to do like I went to minor like something for mental health, mm-hmm. but that didn't work out. But if you. <laughs> If you want to do anything for mental health, uh, do it. Because I feel like we need a lot of help when it comes to that. Like, there's never enough, like, resources when it comes to what you need help with. So, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, I think um, you covered it all, honestly. Um, Also, there are other podcasts out there who specify in just mental health do like you know daily affirmations or like talk about many problems i know right now i'm in a few um podcasts myself i um i do what do i do i listen to therapy for black girls and then i also listen to one called um i forget the name of it but it's okay i'll put it i forgot the name too but i remember i was just listening to it what was I listening to? Okay, Goddess Confessions. Mm. Yes, there it is. Goddess Confessions. Um, but yeah, so like if you, you know, if you feel down or anything, reach out to somebody. I mean, our DMs are always open and we are both, you know, able to talk to people on a day-to-day basis. I'm always on my phone, so if you just need some event, need some event, need some resources, Pretty sure we'll probably like link resources in yeah. our Instagram caption. So if you need help with that, or just like if you just want someone like to tell listen. you that you are enough and you should be here, just you know DM us, leave a voice message, whatever you want to do to get in contact with us because you are enough and you should be here. And that's on period. Period poop. <laughs> but um. <laughs> but oh my gosh. But um. That it. Yeah. That's it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, for another episode of Just Two Black Girls. No, so. That's it for this episode. We thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Make sure you... Tune in next week right here. Yes. Next week, Wednesday. Like it. Subscribe. Keep up to date. Follow our Instagram. All that. And, yeah. Make sure... Oh, last thing, last thing. Make sure y'all register to vote. If you have not already, mm-hmm. register to vote. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not one to talk about politics but um somebody gotta go mm-hmm. that's all i gotta say that's mm-hmm. all i gotta say and if you don't vote there's something wrong with you because you're just wasting your time and then you said you the same people that don't vote be the same people on twitter like but yeah seriously you guys you guys should really go vote but um 
that's it for this episode. So we'll see you guys next week. Um, and <laughs> on to these bloopers.